Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Um, welcome back. It's just, just, it's just such a classic. Honestly, like, how, how can you ever forget? I mean, once you know, man, uh, you can forget a uh, classic takes by Raza on the I'm Walking Here podcast. Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence uh, doesn't doesn't move the needle. Um, I never said Trevor Lawrence didn't move the needle. I said in his freshman season, he was not <laughs> as good as he was being billed to be after like six games. And then, yeah, they won the okay, national and championship. And then he won the but, national championship. So Yeah, but I, Clemson was struggling a little bit early in that season. It's a fact. <laughs> but he had only like three college starts under his belt, so he gets a pass. All right, But they struggled to beat Texas A&M, and they struggled to beat Syracuse. And that's, those are factual pieces of information. And I stand by what I said. Raza, and now I have great respect for Trevor hey, Lawrence. Raza made that take, I think, almost four or five years ago. And this is how heated he's getting about it within the first um, two minutes of, <laughs> of PPS. Um, welcome back. I mean, everybody had takes on that show, man. Yeah. Um there's some crazy fuck. I honestly I've had I had much worse takes on that account. <laughs> like I it was it was an error. It it, it was it, it was an error for sure. Um But we're we you know uh it's it's 2023. Uh we're chilling. Y'all know it's 2023. It's it's June. Um, almost July, and uh, after is. that'll be August. <laughs> that's that's maybe even September. I never, I never thought of it that way. I mean, guess what's in September? Um, nine eleven. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not where I was um, going, but also true. Uh, yeah, Roz's birthday. Is a, is a holiday this year. Yeah, it's Labor Day. Actually, welcome, we, we both um we both have holiday birthdays this year. I win. I, I just I'll leave it at that. What was yours? Mine's gonna be Thanksgiving this year. Oh really? Yeah, it happens every six, six five, years? five, six years, something like that. Yeah. That's hype. It's gonna be uh, raining Thanksgiving with hella food, hella money, hella presents. Hella money. Um, a, a commander's win over the Cowboys. It'll be a good day. <laughs> I don't know anymore, man. Um, I don't even want. I don't even want to discuss what age I'm turning this year. Um, it's 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 redacted. Psh, you know what? It's, it's it's redacted. Is what it is. Hey, um, I'm I'm turning 22. When we started PPS, I was 17 years old. Yeah, I was 19. So, you know, things change. I'm not even going to I Should I make a, a Taylor Swift-related post on my birthday? I refrained, and I'm happy that I did. Yeah, but I feel like we're in a T-sizzle era right now. What makes you say that, really? I feel like Taylor Swift is bigger now than she's ever been before. Maybe. 
I don't know. You know, I really got to think about it. I mean, she's been huge forever. Right? I know, but it just it feels like more people right now are listening and talking about her and going to her shows. You know, maybe it's because she's currently on tour, but I feel like. I mean, the tour is not like 2023 has been nonstop the Taylor Swift year, which is hilarious because of how bad her last album was. Yeah, she's I mean, this tour has just been so huge. And there's just no end in sight. I've never been a big fan. I never will be. I mean, she had some hits early in her career, right? Then the middle part of her career, I think she has some really good records, right? Red, 1989. Even Reputation was pretty solid. And then, you know, she released Lover, which is an album that exists. And then she kind of drifted to the new era with like Folklore and Evermore, which I think are two pretty solid records. And then I just hated Midnight's, just plain and simple. I hated it. So, I mean, she's never been anything crazy to me. I always liked her music. Um, I cannot say I understand this ginormous obsession with her, but that's the case with so many artists these days. I don't get the fucking Harry Styles thing either. It's, I, really I think don't. it's just I mean, because they've made they've made just enough like decent not corporate music and just enough corporate music to where it's just like the perfect mesh. Um, that is a brilliant point because because like, Taylor like, Swift, if you look at like they yeah Taylor Swift and Harry Styles their records these days are pretty much like fifty percent real music and fifty percent corporate music. I would argue, I I don't even think it's that. I just think, like, in this case of Taylor Swift, she started off as, like, this country singer um, who was just making, like, you know, country genre music and breakup songs and love songs. Not necessarily corporate, but it gained a following. She was good. Yeah. Um, Harry Styles... A little different. I mean, he was just part of one of the biggest boy bands. I think the biggest boy band of the 2010s by far. Um, and he made his career off that. I think... And and yes, he, he had some... I really actually really liked Harry Styles' first two records. One he released last year is my least favorite by far. Still some pretty good songs on it, but I thought the bad songs were fucking dreadful. Yeah, so it's I kind mean, of way down. But again, it's like two and a half good records is enough to give you this big following up. But you're right, though. I think the One Direction thing really helps. It's it's the fact, I mean, he's he, had the best solo career from the far. best boy band, yeah. the biggest boy band of the 2010s. So it's like these kids have grown up with him, you know? Yeah. That's why you see so many like 25-year-old Harry Styles stands because they were One Direction stands in middle school and high school. Yeah, so, for sure. But like, I, so, I, so I have a list here. Okay, these are the most listened to artists on Spotify by month. And okay. I just think this is kind of a gross list. Okay? It usually is. It, I mean, it's... Look, looking at it hurts me, okay? Number one is The weekend. so... That's fine. You know. Number two is Taylor. Understandably. With 91 million monthly listeners. That's fucking Christ nuts. almighty. 91 million... Yeah, Abel's at 106. <laughs> POV, POV. She says you'll never find a girl like me. <laughs> that was good. 
that that was that was good. That's yeah, that's the thing about Taylor Swift, right? She makes this music that's generic enough such that it can quote unquote that's an, apply yeah. to every white woman that's ever walked the yeah, face of that's, the planet. That's, that's been broken up with some by some by some dude named Josh. <laughs> yeah, like. that's a great way to describe it. It's just so generic. Yeah, and so, she yeah. and she knows. Most yeah. artists kind of like pretend that they don't know, but like she knows and plays into it. I think that helps her a lot. With like yeah. her every every Taylor Swift verse is like line one. I thought I was such a strong female. Line two, and then I met you, and then line three, and then we fell in love, and then line four, you broke me, and now everyone is like, "Oh my line god, four. lyric and now lyric genius." And now nowadays, line five it turns out I was a strong woman. True. Um, True. And now it's number like, three, and then and then everyone clapped, <laughs> and then the whole store <laughs> applauded. All right, number three and number four are are not great. Number three is Ed Sheeran. I was going to say, is one of them Ed Sheeran? Why is he Who? still here? I don't know. I haven't heard an Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> he hasn't dropped a song in like six five years. years six, no, he's he's released a lot of music since then. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, know. Because I, I went to Ed Sheeran's Spotify profile the other day to listen to some um, old tracks because I, list, I saw them on um, TikTok. And I was like, yeah, I can run some old Sheeran real quick. And when I got here, all these top songs, he has two songs. Okay. Are you hearing this? Two songs released in 2021 with over a billion streams. I've never heard of either one. Dude, he has that one song on the radio, like Dancing With My Eyes Closed or something like that. Yeah, so number one song on Ed Sheeran's profile yeah, right now is Eyes Closed. It is dog shit. I've never heard it. It's It's bad. It's I mean, there's really no bad. denying, there's no denying Ed had his moment, but that was like ten years ago. All right, we, we yeah, gotta we gotta move was, on a little bit. I'll give him. I will give him the fact that. I mean, we can, we 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 we're growing enough. We're growing up enough to go back and admit, Ed Sheeran had like a few good songs in the 2010s. Of course, he did. Definitely not the level that like people put him on and like that pedestal. But like. He had a good. He had some good songs, and I'll give him yeah. that. I mean, I I think X was a really good album, and even the Divide album with the uh, Shape of You on it, not a terrible it's not, album. It's really not I a mean, good record. I think Shape of You is a terrible song that I can't explain, but it's like that same album has like Perfect, which is I think a really good song. Yeah, Perfect's a great um, song. So that was my. That was the dance slow dance song they played at my senior prom, so it'll always be etched in my brain. Um, number four is Miley Cyrus, really? who I have a big bone to pick with. Um, it's definitely I, just because of uh, I can buy myself flowers song, right? Yeah, honestly, that's probably most of the streams. But I mean, like when Miley kind of did this career change and started making like rock music, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Miley's back and she's in her element." And then she released her last album, which is just corporate garbage, and I was like, this yeah. sucks. It's hard. It's it's just hard for artists to get away from corporate garbage because it fucking Yeah, pays. but it seemed like Miley had fucking gone it, away yeah, from it and it, it was success, she was successful. It pays, man. It does. It's, I'm shocked at who's number five, by the way. I think you might be shocked too. Who is it? It's Rihanna. 
That tracks. I mean, I'm surprised she's still up there, but like the Super she Bowl. She's been like seven years. Yeah, but she just did the Super Bowl. That was only like four months ago. But that wouldn't carry her globally for this long, right? Like that's what I would think I, too. But like, I don't know, man. I get that. I do get that. Rihanna has hits out the ass, though. That's the thing, though, because I feel like the Super Bowl, like, it reintroduced people, and then people remembered, like, oh, shit, Rihanna was a really great artist for a long time and has a lot of good songs. Yeah, fair play. Uh, Six is Benito, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Thought he would be higher. I'm surprised. That's probably the lowest he's been in a while. Uh, Seven makes no sense. It's David Guetta. In tw- in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, yeah, David. The reference Ghetto. Calvin Harris is at fourteen. That's gonna change once that album drops, though. Well, I mean, Calvin Harris released an album last year. Hey, when I met you in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you kind of like how Miley is probably like propelled by that fucking flower song. David Guetta is definitely propelled by the. I'm good and I'm feeling all right. Yeah, that song sucks ass. Baby. <laughs> I really can't explain that one. Yeah, I guess like I can't ass. explain flowers. Yeah, that's just It's ass. fucking garbage. Get that shit off the uh, airwaves. Number eight is uh, Beebs, which fair enough, I guess. Like Always in that motherfucker somewhere. I liked uh, Beebs' album from two years ago. The one with Peaches on it, I, that was a good album. I enjoyed it. Um, number nine is Shakira, which, like, sure, I guess. That's pretty shocking, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think she would be here. And uh, number ten is Drake. God, did somebody get this? Man, how is Drake still in the top ten right now? Because uh, For what is, reason? Because whether you like it or not, when we look back at the 2010s, and the rap genre, the first thing you think of will be Drake. It's a tough pill to well, swallow, I know. Um, unfortunately, um, Godzilla, King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> no. 2010s, though? I mean, listen. Came out in 2010? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, Question: What do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. Um, yeah, this list hurts extra it's because okay. like every okay artist eleven through f- true, every artist eleven through fourteen is a Raza brand artist. Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, Coldplay, Calvin Harris. Like these guys should all be. High. Why is Coldplay so much? Like why? Why is the, why are they up there? Because again, I think they just have classics at the wazoo. It's true, and a very dedicated fan base. Very dedicated. Harry Styles down to 15 is shocking. That's pretty shocking, man. Um, Very shocking. It might be because the tour is kind of over now. Yeah, but I mean, you're still Harry Styles. People listen to uh, music for from a sushi restaurant one too many times. That, I think, is the worst song I've ever heard in my life, genuinely. It's, it's not good. It is definitely yeah, it's not actually, good. It's actually dreadful. POV and I will not to listen to music for a restaurant. That was literally me the first time I heard Harry's house. I was like, I don't think I finished a song because I was like, this is genuinely the worst song I've ever heard in my life. That shit is for like an iPad commercial, man. 
Yeah, it was in the it was the AirPods commercial song. They oh put it in the yeah, AirPods it was. It was. I think it's up there with genuinely with like. Is it like closed on Sunday I mean, level? Well, closed on Sunday is not a bad song. That's definitely cap. Um, um I was man. gonna say like "Happy" by Pharrell, but I mean. I would rather listen to Happy, I think. I don't know. I would rather listen to Happy. It's close. I would rather listen to like Blurred Lines. I would Blurred Lines. Holy yeah, shit. I would, it's, it's fucking bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Man, Blurred so. Lines is a fucking throwback, dude. I know you want it. I know you want it. I know you want me. Well, but the rest I'm of the really top 50 me. is just totally fine. I mean, fucking Imagine Dragons at 20. So that's cool. I love the uh, I love the old joke. Uh, if you can't think of a bad band, Imagine Dragons. That is a good joke. <laughs> what is really interesting is after Bad Bunny, you don't get another um, Latin artist until 32, and it's Daddy Yankee. I feel like Daddy Yankee's just like he's just such a staple. Like he'll just always yeah. be up there. And then they start filing in. J Balvin at thirty three, Peso Pluma thirty six, Ozuna forty one, Carol G forty eight, Raul Alejandro forty nine, Bizarab fifty. Queen is at forty eight, which is cool. Queen. They ain't drop anything. Man, Queen Queen fell off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Queen fell off so hard. There's a king in England now. That is a banger. Everyone give a everyone give a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I tried. I, of, I really tried. Um Yes, there we go. I forgot soundboards are in uh um just like voice chats now. Hold on, let me uh Okay, 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 okay. Uh, sorry about that. Um, misclick. You calm the fuck down. You calm the fuck down. I'll have the, uh, I'll have the, but I'm on, I'm, I'm lock. For sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> we don't gotta do, <laughs> we don't gotta do the zombie mode. Um, man. How long do you think, like, how long do you think Taylor lasts up there, though? Probably a long time. Do you think she sees out the year? I think Taylor is going to be up here for a while because she's re-releasing all of her albums. Dude, that's, that is another thing that rubs me the wrong fucking way. Are you like, are we joking? What? What rubs you the wrong way? The Taylor's version albums? Like, what the fuck do you, are you talking about? Well, she... It's... Because she doesn't own the songs that are owned by her record label, which means she's making less money off of it, I guess. Yeah, so... get in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of us work nine to five. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. No, so I mean, I get it that like she wants to, she's she's reclaiming her, her territory, but at the same time, it's like, do we need to? No. Because I I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I really don't think I prefer a single Taylor's version song to its original, and I'm not gonna listen to the Taylor's version song like ever. So, 
It's just stupid. It's it's just a ploy for more money, and it's gonna work every time as long as white people exist. I guess I guess it is for money, but what the hell else would it, it be it, for? <laughs> like I said, the 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 whole sentiment of like reclaiming my womanhood. Okay, not really womanhood. <laughs> womanhood. Yeah, she's 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 reclaiming her what is hers. Except it's Almost not like, because she signed it away. Well, when she was, I guess the the uh, the argument is she was like eighteen years old. Okay. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, record record label is gonna be like, uh, yeah, you can have that shit. You can have a Christmas tree farm. So Taylor Swift's record label was sold to Scooter Braun. The sale gave Scooter Braun the rights to all the master recordings for Taylor Swift's music, meaning that anyone who wanted to license the songs would have to ask for Scooter Braun's permission and pay him a licensing fee. And that also gave him... Uh, that and since Scooter Braun also used to work with Kanye West, Taylor Swift was like, nah. Does Taylor Not really long. care? Like, I guess. I, I because this person used to work with Kanye West. Kanye West has walked in the United States. I can never live here ever. Again. <laughs> well, she has no problem touring. I mean, she she's she's a thirty three year old teenager, so yeah, she's a big fucking baby, dude. That's why I don't yeah. like her at all. She's fucking. But I mean, annoying. At the end of the day, if I if I was a if I was a musician and somebody had my shit, by the way, I would have signed a a contract knowing that they would have my shit. But if somebody else had my shit, I'd be I'd be like, yeah, okay, I would like to have it back. But I mean, you would think maybe Taylor Swift has the money to just buy back her music. Mm, nah. It's only two thousand dollars to sit in a helicopter above the stadium. So the, the craziest shit is the people who pull up to the parking lot that like didn't get tickets. <laughs> Dude. Like what? I respect Just put on some headphones bro, and throw on the Spotify. I actually respect that. I can't even lie. It's like you went that far but didn't like just couldn't get a ticket. Like, alright, man. I mean, <sighs> I'm gonna let people enjoy things, you know. No, fuck. In the that. fall, that's not in, in the in the fall time. Listen, in the fall time, my literal emotions on a day to day basis are determined by a bunch of football teams featuring players who don't know I exist. And it'll always be that way. Yeah, and if one of those teams ever lifts one of those shiny little trophies, I'll cry my eyes out. And who would be? At this point, and Taylor Swift fans would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I'd be like, "You just don't get it." Okay, you so cry I... to fucking Taylor Swift songs, so you have no right to judge. Um, <laughs> but a serious question: Who would it mean? Like, uh, which team would mean more if they won? Buckeyes or Commanders? Is that a real question? Probably Commanders, right? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? I mean, I because the reason I asked is because, like, at this point. 
Well, you've seen the Buckeyes win, I guess, but yes. like the last like since then, it's just been so fucking painful. It's been very painful, and it's just like I don't know. I mean, it's the Commanders, man. I mean, obviously, but they're. I mean, yeah, it's it's not even close. I've always said if the Commanders ever win the Super Bowl, I'll go to the parade. Well, I'll try and go to the Super Bowl, and if we win, I'll go to the parade, and then sometime in the next like forty-eight to seventy-two hours, I'll kill myself. <laughs> Gotta get your affairs in order. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's no way my life will ever get better after that. Um, no, like, I've I've a live bet that they'll win the year after you die, and not before. Yeah. No, if if it happens, I'll kill myself. <laughs> you gonna you gonna get revived to kill yourself? Because what where's, what what else am I gonna do with my life after that? That's all I want. That's all I've been looking for. I guess it would complete, right? Because that'd be the—that's the last team, except like the Wizards. But you don't care. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck about the Wizards. I think I mean, the... obviously I would like to see Tech win something, but no. that's never gonna no. happen. No. So. Not like football. Well, it's impossible. It's not impossible. Expanded playoff, you know, anything can happen. Expanded playoff, come on now. But yeah, I mean. I'd love to see the Buckeyes win one, but I've already watched it. And honestly, that was like a miracle that they even did it. Um, yeah, they they've hurt me a lot. To be in that year. Since. Well, yeah. That's but, what yeah, that, shit happens. That's why they haven't won again. It's cursed. We sold our soul. Yeah. Fair play. But I mean, you know, it it, it happens. But Commies ever win one, and it's... I mean, you, you have to keep this in perspective. I have not seen the team win more than 10 games in a season. It's true. And if you want to go far enough back, they haven't won more than 10 games in a season since 10 years before I was born. Yeah. It's been a and in that, in that season, the 1991 season, they won the Super Bowl. So since they won their third and last Super Bowl, they've not won more than 10 games in a year. Yeah, I mean it's that been, was it's been over thirty-three years. Yeah, ago. it's been. I was gonna say it's been over thirty years since they've even won so, ten games. They haven't haven't even been to a conference championship game since then. And hell, ten wins is, I mean, not as impressive as it used to be. No, because it's now it's, that's a, cool. that's a ten and seven record. Yeah, which and I if you know, really want to take it one step further, like. I say I haven't seen us win more than 10 games. I've only seen us win 10 games once. And it was 11 years ago. Yeah. And then I went to the playoff game. And then RG3 died. Can't say it was the worst day of my life, but it was probably like one of the five worst days of my (laughs) life. I I, I cried so much that day. I think I was, I think I, I think every bit of water left my body through my eyes just the worst thing. yeah it, it hurts i mean this was um well, i've seen the giants win two super bowls in my time um and i mean i think i i'd have to agree like because we lost in the playoffs this year but like i knew going into it like there was like well, uh, they overachieved. They, they, yeah, they overachieved, and it's like we if, weren't. If I was a Giants fan, 
Yeah, if I was a Giants fan, I would have been so happy with last season. The fact that they even won a playoff game. I mean, I was okay. I was happy with last season, but like, I don't care if we were that much worse than the Eagles. You don't go out like that. That's just yeah. yeah but that was a really good team. Yeah, on the road, tough environment. Like the Giant. Everybody had the Giants winning like four games. I had the Giants winning yeah, two I games for Christ's sake, and. They made the playoffs. They won, won a playoff game, game on the road against yeah. a 13-win team. Like, that's... Yeah, I'm happy with last year for sure, but... Um, yeah, it was... I would kill to have a season like the Giants did last <laughs> year. Are you kidding? But I will I, say... We haven't won a playoff game since I was four. Like, yeah, I've never seen us win a playoff game. I will say... I've seen us playing four and we're 0-4. I will say though the most painful game I ever did watch was that was that Packer game in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was that was tough. Um, I personally loved it. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just felt like I mean I I feel like we did overachieve that year too. Um, but it just felt like this was finally like this was a good team. We were gonna win that game. We always win in Lambo, and then we got. We we should have been up fourteen nothing. I think that was the worst part. I mean, we ended up getting blown out, but like we really should have been up fourteen, like fourteen three, in like the first quarter. Yeah, it's exactly how I feel about our wild card game against the Packers from the previous year. We should have been up. I think we had a touchdown, a field goal, a safety, and another touchdown. So we should have been up. Remember a field goal. It was a touchdown to safety and another touchdown. So like 16 nothing. But uh instead of diving for the pylon, Deshaun Jackson just like or stretching the ball out, Deshaun Jackson just ran out of bounds, and then we did not punch the ball in from the one yard line. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers was like, All right, that's all I needed. So but I, I mean the the loss the the game before the Giants Packers wildcard game, the Redskins Giants game the week before. I think is the worst I, loss, regular season loss I've witnessed. Yeah, that was like I just, I felt I don't fall to my knees actually in real life very often. I felt the fuck to my yeah, knees. Yeah, when DRC got that pick. Yeah, um, it was. I, I that I think that's one of the defining losses of the last like few years for them in that franchise because since then it's been rough. I mean. They have made the playoffs. They almost beat the Super Bowl champions in a wild card game in 2020. Yeah, they they, they almost uh, – yeah, but – That was the toughest game the Super Bowl champions played all fucking year. That's true. Um, and they played Pat Mahomes in Super Bowl. Taylor Heineke gave him a better game than Pat Mahomes. And now he starts every week. That is true. For now, he's going to be doing it for the Atlanta Falcons, though, so not my problem anymore. But it's it's it would mean a lot to me, and I think we're on an upward trajectory. You know, it's still a process, but I have a feeling that the next fifteen years of Washington football are going to be a lot better than the last fifteen years. So it's hard to be worse, man. I think it's impossible. 
It's a little, they'd have to like lose every game. It's it's not possible. I would like to have to lose every game this year, though. I wouldn't mind that at all. Would not mind that at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the shame of going 0-16 sometimes can be worth it. Just don't draft Baker Mayfield first overall. Yeah, I, th- I think Baker Mayfield, sorry. I think Caleb Williams is a little bit of a better uh, prospect then. Dude, did you see um the ESPN college football like top 10 list of QB since the the 22000s? College or NFL? College. I don't think I did. I want to go over that list with you because I think you'll have the same reaction uh that I did to this list. Um it's a visceral out of body reaction. So number it's a top 10. So keep that in mind. Ten is RG three. Okay. Um, which I think is fair. Maybe could be a couple spots higher, but like, there's been a lot of great QBs since two thousand. Um, some of them are on this list. Some of them are not. <laughs> uh, nine is, mem- is since two thousand. Yes, yeah, since two thousand. Okay. Um, nine is Mariota. Which I do not agree with. I don't. That is fucking outrageous. Yeah, I do. Marcus Mariota, I would put him. Okay, if we're going in the 2000s, <clears throat> it's really difficult. But I think there's a genuine argument to be had that he's the greatest college quarterback of all time. Mariota? Yeah. Genuine argument to be had. He In 2000s, he would. I mean, you got like Vince Young. You got, you know, Matt Leiner. You got Colt McCoy in there. You got Trevor Lawrence in there, but I would put Mariota in my top three or four in the two thousands. Probably top three. Um, number eight is Lamar Jackson. I think a very fair yeah. spot. He was nuts. I mean, he didn't. I mean, win anything like team wise, but like he was nuts. Yeah, he was nuts. I wouldn't put him over Mariota though. Seven is Kyler Murray, which I think I will say this. I think Kyler Murray is the most egregious player on this list. Kyler Murray has no reason to be on this list. <laughs> Again, Kyler was good for like... He played a year. Are they ranking this about talent or about their actual college careers? This is an ESPN list. Um, so... so It's a fucking coin flip. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd put Calamari. On. Calamari. <laughs> yeah. Uh, num- I would not put Calamari on my top ten list. Um, number six is Deshaun Watson. Um, if we just talk in the football, I do yeah. think he belongs on the list. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. I'm with Watson. Um, number Watson so number five is Joe Burrow. I want to talk about it a little bit. Um, now I do think he should be on the list. However, if we're going to be real about Joe Burrow, a lot of people forget before that before he had the greatest season in college football history, not a fucking soul believed in this dude. And for Except for, Coach for good reason. He was not that good. 
he was a very yeah. average quarterback at LSU. He was like barely getting the job done for the Tigers. Before he even transferred to LSU, he fucking lost a starting quarterback. Back yeah, he. Haskins he. I mean, people forget he's a, he's a transferred away from a school because he couldn't win a starting job at Ohio Not State. Wayne Haskins is really good, but still. Um, Joe Burrow is fine on this list because he had the greatest college football season ever. But number five is a bit high because yeah, I wouldn't put him over because because we're for, we're forgetting the fact that he was not great for like the for like eighty five percent of the entire college career. Um, number four, which I think is I I think it's a little low, uh, is Tim Tebow. Hmm. He probably should be in the top three. Yeah, I mean, Tim, he, I would. It's Tim. Tim Tebow it's Tim, dude. Top five, but I mean, he, he's four. Five is not a, He's four. Yeah, four. Yeah, four's not bad, honestly. Um. So three is Vince Young, which I'm cool with. I'm cool with that. Two is Cam Newton. I'm cool with that, honestly. Um, Again, this is like a one season wonder thing, though, right? So yeah, but, I but Cam. 2010, Cam Newton at Auburn, one of the most dominant it's single seasons until, I've ever seen in any, in any sport in my life. Until Joe Burrow, it was the best college football season ever. Who do you think number one is? Trevor Lawrence. Any other guesses? Colt McCoy, maybe? Um, I mean, I can't fathom them putting two at Tunga by Loa at one. Uh, that would have been a better choice. <laughs> really? Um, um, no, I mean, JT honestly, Barrett had a solid career. Honestly, no. I can't imagine he's number one. I mean, who else could it possibly be? I mean, it's not going to be like AJ McCarron or something. Um, I mean, maybe it's like Colt Brennan who put up crazy numbers. Maybe it's, you know, uh, Kellen Moore who put up crazy numbers. Case Keenum who put up crazy numbers. Uh, maybe even Manziel. Uh, yeah, maybe even Johnny Manziel. Don't tell me it's Johnny Manziel. I honestly wish it was. Wow, who is it? The number one to uh, who's the writer? Bill Conley. The number one college football QB. Since 2000, is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we we got it. We 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 gotta wrap it up. We gotta we gotta go home. I I I just I. Okay, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. He's he shouldn't Baker. even be on the list. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, arguably one of the best stories in college football in the 2000s. Very talented quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, two-time playoff appearer. But we just, we got to be fucking for real. There's, he's not even the best Oklahoma quarterback on the list. Let's be real. Would you rather have Calamari or, or Baker Mayfield? Oklahoma Calamari or Oklahoma? <laughs> so I want to leave out like the names you said, right? 
because like Trevor Lawrence is not on this list. I think he should be. Um, AJ McCarron not on this list, although I think that's should, okay. Um, I'm shocked Colt McCoy is not on this You know list. who's not on this? Colt McCoy, I think, definitely has a shout. You know who I'm surprised is not on this list, though? And I'm surprised you didn't say him since you go there. It's Michael Vick. Well... Michael Vick was late 90s is the thing. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Michael Vick was... Played 98, 99, and 2000. So if you want to say the 2000s started in the year 2000, I think it would be a bit difficult. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if it was like a 90s list, Michael Vick would arguably be number one. Probably be between him and Tommy Frazier. Um, But, dude, I thought Andrew Luck should be on this too, by the way. Andrew Luck is also a really good shout. Yeah, I mean Andrew Luck at Andrew Luck at Stanford was the best prospect I've ever seen. Like quite easily. It's him and Lawrence, honestly. Um maybe Caleb ends there ends up there by the end of the year, I'm not really sure. But I get that yeah, being the best prospect doesn't mean you're the best college guy, but Andrew Luck also tore up college. I mean, this is a guy who fucking ran the Pac twelve. Um, so like RG three being here and luck not being here is really weird. And I feel like they kind of just did that because RG three won the Heisman over Andrew luck, but I don't know. It seems that seems a little wonky to me. I would, I would have put, I think you, they both could be there. But if you made have to make me choose just one, it would it might actually be Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Luck was insane. I mean, people were calling Andrew Luck the fucking like the the second coming. Yeah, like, which is a little shocking that RG 3s on here and Andrew Luck's not. Um, you know who else really has a fucking shout? I mean, he really in reality should not be on this list, but like he has a shout. EJ Manuel. Or a state, I mean. That's another, you, just, you know, saying that, that gives me another fucking shout. Jameis Winston. Jameis could very well be on Jameis this list. Jameis Winston yeah. should be on this list. He was him. I don't, EJ Manuel, I think you're kind of fucking pushing it, but. Jameis should be. had a great uh, senior year at Florida State. Jameis, I think, could very well be on Jameis this list. should be on this list. Jameis? was one of the best passers I've ever seen in college football. He was just so fucking fluid with it. Um, and he had a great, like, career. I mean, fucking Sam Bradford could be on the goddamn list. Sam Bradford really could be on this list. Johnny realistically should be on the John, list. Johnny Manziel absolutely should be on this list. You know, I... I think Colt Brennan could be on the list. I think Kellen Moore could be on the list. I don't know if they'd put Kellen Moore on because he played like the Mountain West, you know? Okay, Colt Brennan also played in the Mountain West. That's why they wouldn't put him on, though. Everyone on that list was a power five. 
okay, so we're just acting like the fucking those other guys don't exist. I mean, Cole Brennan, Case Keenum, Eli could have been on the list, by the way. Carson Palmer could have been on the list. Mm. I don't think they go back. Like, I don't think they'd actually go back that far, though. I don't think they try that hard for a top ten to like yeah, go true. back to like oh four. I mean, Philip Rivers, dude. No, I mean, I feel like everybody on the list. I I get why they put everyone they did on the list. I think though, like Colt McCoy should be here. Johnny Manziel should be here. James. I think Winston. you put Matt Liner there too. By the way, Matt, Matt Liner, Liner two-time yeah. champ. I mean, um, <sighs> Baker dude, Mayfield at one. You know what really pisses me off? You got guys like Calamari on that list. You got guys like Lamar on that list. You got guys like Deshaun on that list. Where the fuck is Pat White on that list? Pat White's Pat a good White show. paved the way for like mobile quarterback. And he dominated at West Virginia. I mean, they were dominant. They obviously had the heartbreaking way they ended the season in 2007. But like if and there's a universe out there where Virginia Tech, not Virginia Tech, West Virginia wins the 2007 national championship. Like, and we would have remembered Pat yeah. White and that and that team forever. I think I, I feel I like mean, because they did because they ended the season so disastrously, we just forget that that even happened. Yeah, I think if I think if they do pull it off, he's probably on this list. I mean, I mean, like, no, Matt Leinart is crazy. Yeah, Matt Leinart should be here. Jameis should be here. Colt McCoy. I think Colt McCoy should definitely be here. Colt McCoy is Colt a def- McCoy should absolutely Colt, be there. Colt McCoy is a defining quarterback of the late two thousands for college football. Again, it's a shame the way it all ended, but it doesn't take away from everything he did. I mean, that's yeah, that's really just fucking nuts. I've, but this is ESPN, so it's probably just for clicks, you know. Baker Mayfield at one, dude. Pretty abysmal. I, he couldn't I, even win a playoff game. Okay, Oklahoma can't win a playoff game. Period. Right? They go every year just right. to get fucked. They play so. an SEC team to get punching bagged every year. Yeah, and now he's uh, now they're going to the SEC. So have fun with that. <laughs> now they get to get punching I mean, bagged all year. True. I mean, I don't know. They're they're not gonna lose to like. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not going to lose they're, to like Vanderbilt. They're not going to lose to like Kentucky and Mississippi State. <laughs> I mean, when they run into Alabama, Georgia, LSU, maybe even A and M, maybe Tennessee, you know, maybe Ole Miss, they'll have trouble. But I, mean, I like they're, um, like they're going to be. They're not going to be six and six in the SEC. Like that's not going to happen. They have way too much talent. I love that. Like they just. Uh... They just paid all that money to get into SEC to be a like a three loss team every year. It's a money move, my friend. <laughs> like UCLA, they're never gonna compete in the Big Ten. Ah, uh, can't wait until there's only two conferences in college football: <laughs> the North and the South. <laughs> North and South, baby. And the winners of each conference play each other in the title game? Just East and West. Like it's a fucking dude. civil war. <laughs> east and West. The East-West Bowl. It's going to come to life. 
Ooh, but what an episode, man. Um, yeah. We can wrap Didn't it even up. mention the submarine. We almost we almost made it the whole way. And you just had yeah. to say it at the You know what? Uh, how about a little bit of a... <laughs> for the, for the that's, that's, that's honestly all that needs to be said. Um, Nothing we can say about it that hasn't already been said. Yeah, listen. About the submarine... Um, None of none of what I know about that is is uh, because I wanted to know. I'll, I'll yeah, get that true. Um, but we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, we are Pro Pod Show. I am its beer is ITSBRIZC. Raza is Raza U double underscore, and 